welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. In today's episode, we're going to talk about whether or not you could or should use AI to help you fundraise and specifically to help you write copy, to write emails, to write direct mail pieces, to write any sort of messaging to help you fundraise. And I know I've been asked a lot about AI lately. And the first thing that I felt when the chat GPT uh, app got really, really popular was like, oh, that's not for me. I just got through finishing this email marketing class, and we were really talking about how to not sound so polished, how to sound like you, how to let people into your world, like get them in the room. And my thought was, AI can't do that. A bot can't do that. You can do that. And I want you to do that. And so I had a little bit of resistance to it. That was my first place where I was where I was at with AI. And then the next layer of it was kind of opening up to it and saying to myself, Where does AI, or even really doing some research, where does AI already exist in my life that I actually like it? One of the places that exists where I use it is Grammarly. So Grammarly is is an AI platform, and I use Grammarly quite a bit. One of the things that I do, and I suggest you do, is override some of Grammarly's style choices. So I use Grammarly to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense. is spelled correctly and is for the most part grammatically correct. What I override on Grammarly is perfection, is them, the them, the bot taking out words that are unique to what it is I'm trying to say, my personality, my voice. And sometimes it's looking through the lens of how can we just say it in the least amount of words. And when we do that, it sounds really, really generic. So it will make suggestions sometimes that I don't take, right? Because I'm 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 going to I'm going to use the extra words to get my point across. I want them there. So that's when I override something like Grammarly. I use AI maybe without even realizing it in Gmail. So if you've ever gotten an email through Gmail, specifically on the Gmail app on my phone, it's really easy to see it there. I guess that's on desktop too. But somebody will send me an email like, "Hey, how about Tuesday at 4 p.m.?" And then I'll hit reply and it will suggest three responses. And the three responses, it knows my voice. I am not somebody who says yep, Y-E-P. I don't say yep. I don't know if that's like a Northern thing or just a me thing. I say yep, Y-U-P. It has figured that out. And so maybe one of the responses would be yep, works for me. Another response might be sounds good. I say sounds good a lot, right? It's giving me three responses in my voice. That is really, really helpful. I don't have to type it out. It's 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 great. I, I love it for that. So these are like small ways that started to open up my, my resistance to AI specifically when it came for writing copy, writing messaging. And then like 10 minutes ago, I was working on something for one of my clients who is working on some major gift fundraising. And one of the things that we're doing is working on several different outreach methods. And one in particular required him to write. And I was helping him kind of craft the right message. And what I know is, 
And what I said to him is, I can give you like the framework, but you've got to inject your voice. If you're, for example, I'm somebody who always says, hi, first name. So like, hi, Julie. I don't really say hello, Julie, or dear Julie in my emails. So if I send him one that says, hey, Julie, and he is not somebody who says it that way, he needs to personalize it. Whether it's just in the personalization there in the in the in the welcome, or just injecting words throughout that are unique to him and his organization, and so I tread really really lightly on this idea of completely done for you because again, if it's completely done for you, then anyone and anywhere USA across the world could send it. That's not compelling. So you got to inject you in it. So I said to him, "Let me give you the framework." I knew what the ask was. So here's what I had. I knew. How much, what for, and when. Kind of like, you know, the who, what, when, where, why, right? And I knew who it was going to. So I knew the person. And then I was like, I was I was kind of giving him a couple of bullets to get the, the ball rolling. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going over to Magic Right in Canva. And I will link to that in the show notes. So <laughs> Magic Right is a tool inside Canva. Again, it was something that probably came out months ago. At first, I was like, I don't need this. And then I was like, well, let me have a look-see. So I, I, I popped into MagicWrite on Canva, and it's really interesting. So I opened up my screen, and what I typed in was two sentences. I said, um, write, uh, write, an, write a letter to a potential donor asking for X amount of funds for Y problem by Z date. Um, I think that's all I said. And then, oh, and, and for, you know, a type of organization. So I, I anchored it into the type of organization, who they serve, what they do. That was one sentence. And then I added a second one that said, sound casual and friendly. You can say sound professional, sound witty, sound cheerful, sound inspirational. Tell it how to sound. So that's all I did. And I typed it in and it gave me like four or five paragraphs. I was like, all right. And... I shared it with him specifically for this reason, because I want to make sure that he has the, that took me a minute, right? If you know you have this task ahead of you and you're staring at a blank screen and this, doing something like this for 60 seconds can help you just literally get the ball rolling and then you take it from there, that's worth it to me. That is so worth it to me. So it's not about cut and pasting the magic right solution, printing that out and emailing it out to people. That is not it. Because what I said to him is AI can get it wrong. Like they can literally get the facts wrong, especially with that context. I may have given, I may not have given enough context about what the fund, uh, about what we're fundraising for, et cetera. So you need to make sure it's factually correct. But this can help you just get the ball rolling and like get out of your own way and get out of the writer's block. Sometimes it's the first sentence. You're like, I don't know what the first opening line should be. Let magic write do it. But then I want you to like take it from there. Like a, like a relay race, let it hand you the baton. Then you run for a while. And then if you want to like let it take you home, you know, and hand it back off just for that closing sentence or two, I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. And that's really interesting because I came around from being like totally against it to like fine in this scenario for it um, in a pretty relatively short amount of time. I see a good use case for somebody who doesn't have, doesn't identify as 
quote unquote, a good writer, which by the way, you're already a good writer if you know how to talk to people. That's it. That's all you're doing is you're having coffee with me, talking to me about your mission and vision. That's it. But if you're saying, you know, I've got writer's block, this doesn't come naturally to me, I want you to actually try Magic Write, play around with it, go on Canva, try it. There's other tools, there's other apps that that do this, but you know, I'm a Canva evangelist. So if I can stay in the app and do it, I love it for that. You also, I have not played around with this yet. You can use it for things like if you're actually creating social posts and, and maybe a graphic had some text on it. And it maybe the graphic was the top three ways to blah, blah, blah. You could actually ask it the top three things or the top three, you know, and see what it comes up with again to get the ball rolling. So high level, let's recap. AI is something that can help support you when you are feeling like you don't know what to say. And I want you to get out of your own way. And I want you to just go like, like take action. Try magic, right? Play around with it. Make sure that you're telling it tone. Tone is important to me because tone is how you start to hone in your own brand voice. And by the way, people are going to be much more attracted to a specific brand voice than a just generic one. So as long as you're doing that, I'm good with it. And as long as you're not cut and pasting the entire thing that it wrote and just taking that as your best draft, we're going to take that as the starting point. You're going to tweak it. You're going to send it. You're going to go. Let me know if you've played around with this. Let me know if this resonates with you and hang out with me over at Splendid Consulting on Instagram. Share this Share this episode and tell me if you've played around with AI yet. And if I'm missing something, if I need to check something out, I'd love to hear about that. I'll see you next time. If you believe in the role of reciprocity, just like I do, take a quick moment to rate and review this podcast. I would be so grateful. Tag me in a post on social media and let me know what you think over at Splendid Consulting. It helps this podcast show up in the feed of other change makers and social entrepreneurs just like you. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network. Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.